Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 168 of the 167 Podcast. We're still here. Woohoo! Take that, Mallory. (laughs) I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm with my good friend, media pastor, Joshua Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's How's it it going? (laughs) Don't step on my lines. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Uh, It's going okay. It's going okay. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah, okay. which is kind of, I mean, it's not horrible, but I mean, I don't like to be untruthful. Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing going on. I'm, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Fine. Nothing Nothing to see here. It's Keep fine. moving. It's fine. Nothing to see here, people. Yeah. Which is actually so in line with our conversation today. Well, We're going to yeah. talk about spiritual fatigue. I mean. <laughs> so lot, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times you can just be like, it, it's not great, but it's not bad. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. Like every, everything's kind of going the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Nothing terrible's necessarily happening. Which I wonder how much of that is like a, a pessimistic mindset. You know, like, I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop, or, you know, or yeah, I'm waiting for that whatever, you know, come mm-hmm. our way. Yeah. And I just, <clears throat> I mean, you're right. I get it. It's like, I, I understand what you're saying, but I wonder how much is, I sound weird. Do I sound weird? Is no. that just me? No. You wah, sound, wah. You sound fun. Wah, 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 wah. I might have turned your headphones down when I was trying to turn mine down. There you go. Yeah. Is that was I better? being too loud in your ears? No, no. I turned everything up because I wanted a better waveform. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so uh, I just needed louder. just my headset. <laughs> riveting, riveting uh, information here for you guys. So how's it going with you? You asked me how I'm doing. We both were like, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's it's just busy. You know, you d- you don't when you have a lot going on, mm-hmm. you don't really get to assess how you're doing. You're just going, I'm here. You're getting stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One but, foot in front of yeah. the other. Yeah. Like this Saturday mm-hmm. was Adeline's birthday. Happy birthday, Addie B. This Saturday is her birthday party. And happy birthday again. <laughs> you know, and then the next weekend we have the father daughter dance. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday we leave for the Central America <laughs> mission trip. Like there's a lot of things falling in. You have a lot, yeah. 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 You know? And yeah. so it's, it's that time of year. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, but it's always it's always that. <laughs> you, you know, when when I started working at the church, mm-hmm. there were clear dead times. <laughs> nope. There are not dead times anymore. No, there's no. And that's wonderful. Yes. I would prefer it that way. Yes. I mean, I like a day in the week when it's kind of, you know, you can carve out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Chill or, um, but, you know, the, I like it that there's there's always um, something that they, we're working towards, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I like whether, that. W- and whether it's on the calendar yet or not, we're always working on stuff that hasn't dropped yet. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm working on the fall... Sermon series that will begin the Sunday after Jesus' life. Yeah, see? So, yeah. I mean, I say I'm working on it. I'm just kind of looking at the structure of it. I'm not mm-hmm. writing yet, but... Yeah. Because um, the, the next series we're doing is um, uh, Numbers. We're going to yeah. be in the book of Numbers. So, Woo-hoo. and that'll one, start... <laughs> another one. <laughs> yeah, we'll start that in, um, hmm, Ooh. I don't know, after Easter? Yeah, so yeah. like April? Yeah, yeah, April, whatever that is. Yeah. 
Seven yeah. days after March 31st. Yes. So April 7th, <laughs> we will be <laughs> starting uh, our, our Old Testament series because we've done that. We've gone like a, we'll do a New Testament series, a book of the New Testament. Yep. And then we'll go and do an Old Testament. Mm. We're in Now, New Testament, we haven't really been in order as far as your Bible goes. No, but we have um, been. In the Old Testament. Yeah. I feel like the bumper should just be like the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> Oh, 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 I don't even know how he does it. That's that was pretty good. Was it okay? I haven't watched it in a while, so the girls are finally phasing out of that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anything else you want to mention before we jump into today's topic, which you've already dipped our toe in a couple of times? Mm-mm. So here's the here 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 we go. Are you ready? Yep. It's time for a time for a segue. Okay. Are you feeling discouraged, disconnected, or disillusioned? Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? If so, you may be experiencing spiritual fatigue. Spiritual fatigue is feeling tired or exhausted and practicing and living out your faith. I won't talk like that the rest of the (laughs) the episode because people will be like, turn it off. Side effects are death. (laughs) Side effects include death. (laughs) That's all. That's it. Don't take this if you are allergic to it. Well, what if you've never taken it before? I hate that whenever they people do that with yeah, medicine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so spiritual fatigue we're talking about. Um, and I do want to repeat it because you might have just been so thrown by my beautiful voice. But are you feeling are you discouraged? Do you feel disconnected or disillusioned, tired, worn out? Burned out in religion. That's a, actually a phrase from the message version we're gonna look at in a little while. But this spiritual fatigue. Um, you, you you understand that? Mm-hmm. I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, so I have in our little brackets here. What do you have some examples? I mean, actually, you've alluded to one several times um, after the passing of your dad. I mean, that's probably the the easiest. That's probably the one I can put. That's exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, just completely spent. Yes, that's you know, yep. emotionally, physically, spiritually. Yep. And I was just tired of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just put on for maybe three or four months. I was literally just putting the motions. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that I never got angry or anything like that. I just felt like I'm just so like angry with God. Yeah. Yeah. Because so it it easily was fatigue. Like mm-hmm. I was just so tired of it, mm-hmm. of of the whole like, this is my job. This is this is where I worship. It, bah, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. And, and it just it just kind of built on each other mm-hmm. until you know it just kind of mm-hmm. started working itself out. Yeah. Well, and I think um, you make a good point. Like you alluded to, it was. There are moments I think that happen in our life, like events, you know, like the the death of a parent or a mm-hmm. loved one or an illness, um, that we can point and go on a calendar. That's when I started to feel, you know, this. I mean, or, it, or recognize yeah, it. Yeah, it probably started before his death with him getting sick. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I think there's also the, um, you know, kind of drip, 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 drain, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's a, there's a leak somewhere, you know, and it's just like this slow drip that you don't even recognize. Um, And I could, I kind of view that way Um, as far as just 
just life. You know, uh, it could be routine. It could be um, a, a lack of, 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 you know, kind of spiritual discipline, um, you know, just relying on yeah. the repetition of, of schedules and things. And, and then we kind of one day go, oh, I'm empty. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, or, you know, we find that we don't um, emote or respond the same way that we have in the past, maybe, you know, in the midst of a worship service or, um, you know, during prayer or something, you're like, I mean, I, I've done this before, like in the middle of that, I'm going, I should be, I should have a deeper feeling or connection about this moment and I'm, mm. I feel disconnected. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just me and my weird brain that's thinking that out loud or if other people do that as well. No, I, I do that well. Um, I, I do that as well. Uh, but it's easy. <laughs> I do that well. I'm like the very best at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm alluding to. Uh, it's that are that's times when I'm more focused on the work of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to the worshipness of it. Sure. sure. And so, like, um, usually, like if I'm if I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. Usually I don't do anything like during a prayer or anything like that. But if I'm not in the best place, you're I'm, just going. I'm I'm going to go fix something or <laughs> or do stuff. Distraction. Yeah. 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 Well, I found. You a, know, sometimes uh, I have to. Yeah, of course. But yeah. But like, it's a conscious effort to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have time. I'm going to go sure. fix this. It's not a. It's not a moment. Yeah, and so I think it, even though you and I have a a different, you know, what. Because of what we do, we mm-hmm. have kind of a different viewpoint sometimes of things. But it doesn't negate our the fact that we need those times of worship, those times of prayer, those times of engaging with God when we're not doing anything else. A hundred percent. And so, in speaking to our audience, you know, it's in these moments, and it doesn't have to be just the worship service. But I think that's a can be like an indicator. Yes. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not connecting here. Um, mm-hmm. I found a, a life verse for fatigued moms, parents in general. Um, I, I found it, and I'd never seen it before or never thought of it in this way, but it's here it is. It's if you feel run down, if you feel fatigued, here it is, Numbers, Numbers <laughs> chapter 11, verse 13 and 15. Where am I supposed to get meat for all these people? They keep whining to me saying, give us meat to eat. I can't carry all these people by myself. The load is far too heavy. If this is how you intend to treat me, just go ahead and kill me. Do me a favor and spare me this misery. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a mom life verse. It's like I sent that to Kristen earlier. I was oh, like, yeah. hey, I found your life verse. You should get this tattooed somewhere. <laughs> they want meat. <laughs> Where am I supposed to get meat for all these people? They keep whining to me. Give us meat to eat. <laughs> and as I read it, I just laughed. Picture Ben. Yeah, I just laughed and laughed. And I thought, oh. But there's that that feel. I mean, this is Moses. Uh, he's he's actually crying out to God. He's there. They fled Egypt. They're in the desert. Yeah, it's not actually they're, funny. They're on the run, and um, they they were physically and spiritually just w- weary. And uh, of course, there's this whole back story of you know they made a mistake, and so they're kind of you know they're being they're dealing with their mistake, they're the being consequences. Punished, yeah. yeah, and so. Um, but there's this, you can just hear it in Moses' voice, this weariness. I mean, he's like, go ahead and just take me now, Lord. 
Just take me now. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm spent. And I can't get Kristen out of there. <laughs> these people keep whining. Take me now. Give us meat to eat. Serenity now. <laughs> How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? That's totally a side thing, but for all the Pink Floyd fans out there, there you go. Um, so I, I hope. Well, I say I hope. I know. I feel fairly certain that most of the people whose ears will hear this conversation we're having, Josh, understand fatigue and spiritual fatigue, spiritual weariness, not just... And I do think that they go hand-in-hand with physical fatigue. But I'm not all... hmm. I think often when we think we are just physically fatigued, we are often spiritually fatigued. Yes. But then we can just do something that just taxes our body, and we are just physically fatigued... And we need rest, and that's cool, but our spirits are fine. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's, obviously it's not all together, but I think they can go together. Yes. And I think often when I am physically fatigued, my spiritual fatigue shows up. Mm. Like it it makes it, it's very aware. I'm very aware of the lack of it. So you're, you're someone that notices physical fatigue first. Oh gosh! Well, yeah, especially, especially yeah. as you get older. Yeah. Well, well no. Like um, some people would mm-hmm. probably notice the spiritual fatigue first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like some people would notice emotional fatigue first. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we're all dialed in differently to mm-hmm. our attributes, mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people that I don't notice a spiritual fatigue until physical and emotional fatigue have have is kicked in deep. Yes. Deep low. I think that's a very good point because I do think we are aware of those more. They're more evident, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because you might just be, you know, exhausted, physically exhausted. Uh, Then you might have a short temper or, you know, be rude or speak differently. And someone will be like, hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And like you you have these evidence of fatigue in those areas. But often spiritual fatigue, it's like who it's the knows? Last recognized, and who knows? And how well are we at at um, you know? Just as sometimes we we wake up in the morning, we're like, man, I'm really tired. I'd like to sleep for an hour, but I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And so we go, yeah. Even though you're you're operating in a state of weariness, mm-hmm. you know, or emotionally, it's like, man, I would love to not have these next you know three things on my plate that I have to deal with, but I must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do it. Spiritual fatigue. How often do we go through? But we, you know, you, you, as you were talking, I know I didn't finish my thought, but <laughs> I know you're like, don't do that. But as you were talking about how you were feeling after, during your your dad's diagnosis, and then mm-hmm. after after he passed, um, I just kept thinking of the word numb, like you were just yeah. numb. And yeah. I, we may, we may have addressed this before, but I think often because of the numbness in regard to spiritual. Um, if you don't feel it, you don't know. I yeah. mean, and that, you know, I do think that the enemy takes advantage of that in our lives, but I also think it's something we should be aware of. And I think if we all were to pause and really examine, and that's something I say all the time about everything um, in regard to our lives and our faith, um, it's just to pause and stop and think um, is... If we were to do that, I think we would find okay. I'm yeah, I'm spiritually fatigued, and and mm-hmm. be able to 
see it and and name it, and then be able to do something with it. Yeah. You know, like what do you, what do you do if you're phys- if you're spiritually fatigued? Like what happens? Because you, you're someone's going, okay, Shannon, I'm spiritually fatigued. I'm hearing you. I that is my life first. You just read and. Yes, I am discouraged and disconnected, and 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 so what do what do I do with that? Because I am going to church, I am going to my community group, I am praying, I am reading the daily verse that comes through. Like I'm doing these things, but I feel empty. That slow drip, mm-hmm. drip, drip has happened. Um, I, I what do we do? Well, we're gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna give you the ans- the end all be all answer, but I'm gonna offer you scripture because there's not an end all well, be all. The end all be all is Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm gonna offer you scripture, and we're gonna offer you with things that you think you could do um, when you feel spiritually drained. But it really is a matter of, as always, us practicing this and walking it out, right? Um, so here is, I want to read to you from the Living Bible version. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and this is um, <clears throat> Paul writing. And I want you, I've underlined what I know are kind of like, because you might hear this verse and go, this doesn't really apply to me, but but all Scripture is God-breathed, and it's for our edification and building up. So yep. Paul writes, I have traveled many weary miles and have been often in great danger from flooded rivers and from robbers. And then he says this, and from my own people. So, like, he's feeling it. As well as from the hands of the Gentiles, I have faced grave dangers from mobs in the cities and from death in the deserts and in the stormy seas and from men who claim to be brothers in Christ but are not. I have lived with weariness and pain and sleepless nights. I mean, that's what that's what Paul's saying. He's mm-hmm. just like, here, here's the deal. I understand this. I've 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 lived this, and and just even that internal, like from my own people, from people who claim to be brothers, sisters in Christ. Um, I feel this weariness, this pain, these sleepless nights. So it's real, and it's not just like a oh, this is a this is you know we say first world problems, you know, or twenty first century issues, but yeah. like no, this was from, from the beginning, yeah. right? You know that that we are in this place. We just think we're special. <laughs> we do, we do. We are all snowflakes. Um, fatigue. All right, let, let's talk about this for a minute. Fatigue of, and I would say any kind, mm-hmm. physical, emotional, spiritual. Uh, fatigue can lead to a should a desiring rest, which is always that's a good thing. Yeah. Rest is not a bad thing. However, and this is where I am very very prone. Fatigue can also lead to isolation. Mm. And I would say that in, to a small degree, that could be good for a while, but it's bad long-term. And really, I'd rather just change that word, that that, the diff- that there's a difference between solitude and isolation. Yeah, Fatigue can lead to solitude. That Jesus himself into... pulled away. Yeah, He went away by himself to pray. He went away. He took a nap on a boat. Like There are times when... Jesus was fatigued, and he had a time of solitude. There's a difference between solitude and isolation. So for those of you that are going, yes, I'm fatigued, and yes, I will, I'm isolating, I want to tell you, and I'm talking to myself too, that you need to watch that because there is a difference between needing to pull away for a period of time and reset and isolation, mm-hmm. right? So like... 
I don't know if you've ever done this, Josh, but like, have you ever just laid around for an entire weekend? I mean, like, not since kids. <laughs> well, correct. I know that you haven't. See, I will say that as it gets, they get older. There's the, the possibility for this to happen again. I'm hoping. But I remember. I mean, especially like being single, like being an adult with my own job and my own house and no roommates. I mean, I really could. I could isolate like like a professional. Like I'm I'm good at it. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but you could go two or three days, or maybe I've done this before. Like you know, you've been kind of sick. Maybe you know, maybe you had a real, you know, flu or cold or something like that, and you're you've laid around because you don't feel well. But then you start to go, man, I'm I'm feeling better, but I'm still really blah. And mm-hmm. it's like okay, it's like I'm getting fatigued from being fatigued. Yeah, <laughs> like you're tired from being tired. Yeah, that was a big thing. Like when I got sick with COVID, COVID, it was like, yeah. oh, you're over it, but I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's like, you know, like tired from being tired. Mm. And <clears throat> isolation, and this is this is my opinion here. I'm not a, you know, uh, what, what do I know? Isolation, <laughs> though, is it's it's dangerous because here's what I found. It can cause us to replace God's peace which is exactly what we need in spiritual fatigue. Right. It can cause us to replace God's peace with negative emotions about ourselves, about others. It can cause us to have a isolation, can cause us to have a warped sense of reality, which sounds like, whoa, that sounds like someone's really going off the deep end. But no, really, you, you, um, you walk away from a group of people, Josh, who are talking. Mm-hmm. And and you stay away from them, and you hear them. You can just hear like they're laughing, or they're like you don't know exactly what they're saying, but you, you see that they're having a good time. Yeah. And you stay isolated them for any period of time. You can start to go, well, what, what were they talking about? Like, oh, what, yeah. what is so funny? Are they mm-hmm. laughing at me? What was that? Yeah. I'm missing out. It's like even a momentary example of that kind of isolation. Mm-hmm. It we can start to go, well, what what happened? You get and, FOMO. And what do we do? We fill in. Um, what we don't know mm-hmm. with our fears and with our insecurities. Mm-hmm. That's what and we do. And it's usually all the time. way worse than what they're actually talking. Thousand percent. <laughs> so isolation is not good. Um, Jesus, he needed um, to recoup. He chose solitude, never isolation. And I'm glad. I mean, imagine if Jesus came and he's like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm just gonna hang out by myself." Yeah. <laughs> like we wouldn't know. Like. Hey, you want some disciples? Nah, I'm just gonna just well, gonna be here. Huh? Doing I my mean, thing. it j- even the God of the universe mm-hmm. didn't go into isolation. Mm. Yeah, you and know? he created us. He he created us to have to a, relationship a relationship with him. With him. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, isolation bad. <laughs> isolation bad. Which and I point that out because I mean, look at Howard Hughes. Mm, yeah, a lot of people don't even know who he is. Google him. There you go. He made a really big plane. He did. The spruce goose. Yeah. (laughs) So isolation is dangerous. It can cause us to replace the peace of God that we need with this negativity or just, you know, I don't know, even neutral things, you know. But I would say it could be a warped sense of reality. But so here's the deal. If If you feel spiritually drained... The first thing I would recommend is for you to check your surroundings. Mm. And what I mean by that is... Are you isolating? Mm-hmm. Here's another reality of the world we live in, Josh. Okay. We could be fully present, physically connected, around, or I say we're here, but we are still isolated. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Was 
be wary of hidden isolation. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. You know? Yeah. Because, well, what is that? When you say that, what do you kind of imagine? Um, you, you create a barrier mm-hmm. between everybody. So your, your <sighs> interaction is what you want it to be. And then you're, you can quickly cut it off at any point when, when, it's, when stuff starts either getting weird or hard. Please stop talking about me. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I know, but I feel, I feel what you're saying. Well, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you can surround yourself by, by people that have mm-hmm. all the same ideas as you, mm-hmm. and then, but you're not really interacting with them. So it's it's a false sense or false sense of community and a hidden isolation. Ooh, ooh. There's a clip. You need to highlight that in purple so we can. <laughs> Pull that clip. That's there's, a. There's no cameras. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that's a. That's it takes a, a really long term. time to cut a, <laughs> a video. To find a good clip to put out there, but yes. it's true. Can you repeat that? No. <laughs> false sense of community, and a hidden and hidden isolation. Yeah, yeah. You can have a false sense of community, and really, it's hidden isolation. Yeah. And that's so true. So I check your surroundings. Look around. Like, how connected are you? Are you are you emotionally available? Are you spiritually available? And I don't mean just to like you and Jesus. I'm talking about to other people. Oh man. Well, I'm just feeling it right now. Having a I'm relationship, it should. Th- this is not the right way. But as flawed human beings, mm-hmm. it's easier to have a relationship with people than it is with Jesus. So if you're not having a relationship with people, how can you expect to have a relationship with Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of monks that are off in solitude somewhere having. I'm just kidding. No, I think they're missing out. <laughs> they have, but they have a relationship with each other. Yeah, it that is true because of our flawed a, nature, and they have a shared sense of purpose and yeah. stuff. So yeah, because in our perfect state, a uh, relationship with God is like breathing. Yes, but in our flawed state, a relationship with a person is easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if we don't even do that, how can we ever expect to do mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. The relationship with God. Yeah. Yeah. And the reality is is that like we're we're brought face to face with other humans, you know. Mm-hmm. There they are. You can't deny it. But with with God, with the work of the Holy Spirit, we can be like, well, I don't I don't see him. You know, he's not sitting here with me, you mm-hmm. know. I don't I don't have goosebumps right now, so he must not be here and and we can we can ignore yeah, uh, his presence, and you mm-hmm. cannot do that with another human right. being who's right there in front of you, um, mm-hmm. even if you want to. Right, isolate. Yeah. So, um, check your surroundings, and are you like? Yeah, I think that hidden isolation is a really good uh, way to say that, Josh, because I think I really do think a lot of us live. Oh, I do it in hidden isolation, yeah. and. Again, we need to be, you know, let's not, let's not beat ourselves up, but also let's don't lie to ourselves. <laughs> but, you know, to know the difference between solitude and isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, as parents of young girls, you, like, you even, it, like, solitude doesn't even always just mean just, like, it could just be, I just want to sit and talk to my wife. Y'all need to go in your rooms and watch TV. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or you and Carrie, like, we're going to go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Are the girls going? No. <laughs> I mean, love them. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but like, we we need to check our surroundings. Go. Am I am I really present or am I not? So, um, 
here's a couple of things, you know, like why then? Okay, so if I'm a Christian and I believe and I, I believe in the Holy Spirit and I depend on him to lead me and guide me and to, you know, make scripture come alive and, you know, understand it, why do I feel spiritually drained? Well, just like anything else, if you pour out and nothing's coming in, Mm-hmm. You're eventually gonna be drained. Yeah, there's that slow drip, drip, drip of the hot water tank in your bathroom. At some point, there's gonna be a nasty uh, flood, and you're not gonna have hot water. Yeah, when you I'm, do a next shower. I mean, I would say, I don't know when the time would hit, but every Christ follower has probably experienced oh, spiritual fatigue. Yes, and I don't know how long you need to be a Christ follower for it to happen, but you will get there. Like. Yep. The person that's a weekend mm-hmm. not hit spiritual fatigue yet. <laughs> not at all. But not I don't know when you when you ex- I guess it'll be different for every person. Mm-hmm. But when you everyone will experience it. Mm-hmm. Whether you recognize it or not. Yeah. And I I have probably mentioned this before, but I will tell the story again. I was maybe a believer of about 3 months and um I got baptized at the church I was going to. And um, Randy Faulkner, who mm-hmm. many of you have seen and met, um, he baptized me. And we're standing up in this metropolitan Bible church in Oklahoma City. And and uh, they have the baptism was actually up high. It's like above the choir area. So it's yeah. a little more like old schooly type. Not old school like. Anyway. And so we're way up there, like, oh, the angels singing in heaven. And he's like, so Shannon, tell us a little bit. And I'm like, uh, you know, so I was not prepared for that. But some of you are thinking, you don't have a problem talking. Oh, I did then about serious things. But anyway, <laughs> I would I would get up and act the fool, but I would not like do something serious. Anyway, so anyway, I, I shared like briefly my testimony. I don't even remember what I said. I had it on a cassette for a long time. I don't know. It's gone now. But anyway, afterwards, after the service, after the baptism service, I had... All these people, I mean, this was a big church. All these people come up to me, and I was floored by this, Josh. I was absolutely floored. I couldn't believe it. Because they came up to me, and person after person, in some way, shape, or form, said something like, don't lose that spiritual, like, don't lose that fire that you feel right now. And I was like, how in the world could I lose Mm, this. Yeah. How in the world could I possibly lose this? I just found this. I'm feeling this. I like every like everything's making sense and 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 answers and like hope and fulfillment and yeah. peace and all those things that we all yearn for. And I'm looking at these people and I'm not like mad at them or I and I don't say it to them, but I'm thinking to myself, what's going on with this person? What don't I know? Well, no, I was thinking, what's happened with them that they mm. are not feeling this? Not oh. judgy. I'm not judgy. Okay. But, I mean, I wasn't waiting for, like, you know, what's going to happen around, you know, when I leave the I'd church. I'd totally be judgy. <laughs> I don't think I was. I think I was way too naive to yeah. do that. I just really thought, man, something that bad must have happened for them to even think that. See, I, w- I would be, what do I not know? <laughs> yeah. I was too high on what, Jesus to even do what that. What shoe is going to drop yeah. that I don't yeah. know about? Yeah. So, but then, and this was like, you know, a year or two later, I was, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Oh. And, um, 
you know, that's that's just something that we have to we have to understand that, like you said, every single person at some point, and I'm going to say it, like not even just once. It's not going to happen once. You're going to feel spiritually fatigued at times. We the whole purpose I wanted us to talk about this today is we. You know, if you don't talk about it, you don't maybe notice it. And I hope that this episode and conversation will help someone go, oh, is that what's going on with me? Mm. Like, I just thought I needed to get a different translation of a Bible, or I thought I needed to find a new church, or I thought I needed to um, switch community groups, or I thought I needed to get up at 4 a.m. and and pray instead of at 5 a.m. Like, whatever it is, I just, Mm -hmm. like... It, it it's, might be spiritual fatigue, friends, and yeah. I just want you to recognize that. Um, and we cannot, cannot, cannot allow our feelings to dictate what, where we are in our identity with Christ. Because here's what I find: when I'm spiritually fatigued, of course I'm I'm, you know, it's kind of like defenses drop a little bit, and you know I. I'm like, well, I, I suck. I'm horrible. I'm not a good pastor. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good friend. Like, I can, this is what I do. And yeah. I know not everyone thinks that way, but that's what happens with me. And we cannot allow our feelings that they come and go. Mm-hmm. Th- those are not, we can't trust those. Um, especially if you're emotionally fatigued, you do not need to allow that to dictate, you know, your identity in Christ. That's the whole point I'm trying to make. Right. Is yeah. whether we're fatigued or not, if you're a believer, your identity in Christ is you are a son or a daughter of the Most High. You are a co-heir with Christ. Um, you have been given new life. You are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. This is who you are. And and we can allow circumstances or moments or feelings or fatigue to warp that understanding mm. and how we see ourselves. Like, so don't allow feelings when you're low to dictate your identity, your purpose, who you are. Um, you can let them, but I'm just saying don't. <laughs> like, which I know is super easy. You can by do the way. it, but <laughs> don't do that. So, you know, when you're feeling spiritually drained and you feel like you're carrying, as Moses was like, I can't carry all these people. Like, when you're feeling. You're, you're carrying this heavy just load of disappointment or mistakes or unforgiveness or confusion or fear. Um, notice some things. Here's some things that I think are uh, indicators or they could be a catalyst or a cause of spiritual fatigue. And Josh, you might have other examples, but these are the ones I thought of, is if you've got conflict going on with somebody, okay? This could either be a sign that you're in spiritual fatigue or... It could be a cause that takes you into spiritual fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, conflict with another person, all right? When you experience loss, yeah. um, when you experience loss, and and yes, of course it could mean a loved one, um, but it could be other things. It could be the loss of a, a job or, you know, a, a, a friendship. You know, like it's it's a, it could be a lot of things. When you are ill, when you are physically, you've experienced an illness, this could bring, take you to a place of spiritual fatigue if you're not aware this is a big one for me when I'm not in control, when I have a lack of control. Oof. And I don't want to mean I've got to be in control of everything, even though that's often a driving thing. Like, But that's all. It's a sense of trying to have my life ordered. Yes. Um, that's a response to that. Um, boy, but if you try to spend all your time trying to control every single situation you're in, 
uh, you're going to be worn down real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another one that I thought of was when we have unmet expectations, uh, that we have expectations and of others or situations and they're not being met, um, that we start to experience spiritual fatigue. Do you, are there others that you can think of? Um, honestly, I mean, almost everything that I could think of points back to one of these. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because conflict and un, mm-hmm. un, lack of control and unmet expectations – those are so encompassing of the human condition, basically, yep, yep, yep. that all of them point back to those root <laughs> yeah. as root. Yeah. Now, yeah. loss and illness, those are very specific. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, they can be connected to, like, the lack of control over someone's illness. Mm-hmm, the lack mm-hmm. of control over... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, yeah, unmet yeah. expectations of how people react to things in your life, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's... All these other, all every other example I can think of point back to some of like at least one of these that I think this list is fun. Well, <laughs> well, and here's the thing: like we need to understand these triggers, which I, I they think I think they could either be a trigger and or an indicator. It mm-hmm. could be either or, yeah, um, or both and. Um, and it's not enough to just go, you know what? Yeah, I've got conflict with so and so. And it's just going on and on and on, and I I could see how that has had an effect on me spiritually. Mm-hmm. That's not where you end, friends. That's not that's not. No, you go a, okay. Well, I've identified it. No, now you have to deal now with it. Now you have to walk through that process of what's going on. Do you have unforgiveness towards them? They towards you? Like is uh, what's going on? And walk through that. But mm-hmm. you know, we live in a world where um, you know we we have a. I mean, I got a giant needle put into my knee last week because because it's like bone on bone excitement ha- party happening down there in my knee. What do you do? Replace your knee? Uh, I I don't know. Mm. I don't know. This was the first time they're like, yeah, you've got some arthritis happening here, oh, and no. I was like, yay. Um, so what was the point of that? I don't know. Where were we going with that? Yeah, expectations. Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, I was saying like I so. Think- knee hurts. Yeah. Go to doctor, shot in the knee. Did that shot cure my knee pain? No, it's just a nice little steroid that's or, gonna make it feel okay for a while, but it's still there. Or, oh, I have this pain. Uh-huh. It's my knee. All right, it should get better now. <laughs> I've identified it. Yeah. Well, I tried that for like three months, and that didn't work. So I'm just saying it's not going to work spiritually either. No. <laughs> oh, you have this unresolved issue. Oh. Good thing I know about it. Oh. Let's go on. <laughs> but You have emphysema. Okay, well, dang, that stinks. I'm going to go outside and smoke. <laughs> you be, you know. I mean, so here, let me remove my oxygen that mask sound- while I go and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I had an aunt that blew up. So. Oh, gosh. No. Did she, like, did she die? Did she, she didn't? No. Like. <gasps> that was a sound like effect. Like horror movie. Oh, okay, explosion. okay. Well, so if you're on oxygen, don't smoke, guys. <laughs> don't. Yeah. I think hers was actually blowing out a candle. Oh, dearie, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Neither so. was she. <laughs> so um, recognize these triggers and recognize these indicators because we, you know, I, you know, 
try to avoid these as much as possible. I, I wrote those these, words these and I'm like, that sounds stupid. Like, <laughs> yes, of course, but I'm really, I'm what I should have meant is be aware of them and then address them instead of eliminate them. Cause that sounds like, you know, we can just knock them over. Um, so causes of spiritual fatigue, you know, examine your relationships, examine, okay, this one's going to hurt. Examine your habits. Mm-hmm. Examine your habits. Because like that, that little, you know, drip under the sink, you know, um, we could find ourselves like it just lives there underneath that surface, out of sight, you know, drip, drip a bit of time until we realize we're drained, we're depleted, we are fatigued. So, um, so that's kind of where we are. I think let's, let's two-parter this. Yeah. So this is the setup of, are you feeling fatigued? Are you spiritually fatigued? Um, recognize that, like look for ways, like, are you experiencing these things? Look for it. Um, see if you can, you know, put, put a name on it or a, a situation on it so that we can before I do want to say this, cause I don't want to just leave us with like all this like blah. I want to, I want to, um, read to you from Matthew 11, which is what I started out this episode with, which sounded like an infomercial, but this is what Matthew 11, 28 and 30 says from the message. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? This is Jesus speaking. He says, come to me, get away with me. You'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Mm. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep, keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So there's your word of encouragement about spiritual fatigue. We're going to talk more in episode 169 about um, some ways to recover from spiritual fatigue. So, Josh, anything you want to mention that's coming up? Well, if you don't have your tickets to the Father at Our Dance, time is ticking. Tick-tock, tick-tock. We have two dances, one on Friday, one on Saturday. From The first one's going to be a square dance, and the second one's going to be break dance. Well, it, since Justin's DJing Friday and I'm doing Saturday, it'd probably switch. <laughs> By the way, there's no that we're not. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, you never know. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe might be on the list. If it had to be for Cotton Eye Joe, stop it. Okay, we'll sorry. get copyright. We can't afford to pay any more of those. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I'm in one of those moods today. Um, yeah. So get your tickets to Father Daughter. Invite someone, invite someone to worship with you this Sunday. We're in week four of our Balo series. Yep. Uh, invite, invite, invite. And um, yeah, is that it? Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, hey, I will mention one more thing. If you are a fifth, if you have a fifth through eighth grader. Oh, yeah. Journey Weekend is coming up, and it is a fantastic time. It's March 1st and 2nd, mm-hmm. and uh, we go over Christianity 101 and the basics of faith. And I'm very excited about this year. We've kind of got, we're, we've kind of changed it up a little bit. So if you've come the last two years, um, it'll be a little bit different than than you have had before, but I'm, I'm excited about the slight changes we've made. So look yep. forward to it. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, if you're fatigued, know that the Lord knows you, call on his name, depend on him, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys this Sunday. Thanks, Josh. See you, bye. Bye. Here's a British guy.
You've been listening to the 167 podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge and encourage you to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.